Hey everyone, this is Jake, and you are listening to Jake's Movie Stuff, the podcast. In today's episode, I will be reviewing the new Netflix movie, Eurovision Song Contest, the story of Fire Saga. This movie stars Will Ferrell and Rachel McAdams as aspiring musicians from a small Icelandic town, and their ultimate goal is to compete and win the Eurovision Song Contest. Now, this movie, is it a top-tier comedy? No, it's not. Is it a terrible attempt at comedy? No, it's not that either. It's pretty content in being in the middle of the road when it comes to comedy movies. It has some good comedic moments, it has a touch of heart in there, and the story overall is fairly satisfying. I had fairly low expectations for this movie. It seems like Netflix, when they produce movies, more often than not, these movies are subpar. I don't know what it is because Netflix has a great track record with their shows that they produce. It just seems whenever they have a series, they end up doing really well with it. But with movies, they really don't have a very great success rate. I don't know what it is with Netflix movies, but just more often than not, they seem to miss. And this is not necessarily a miss, but it's not necessarily a hit either. It's just an okay movie. Now, Will Ferrell and Rachel McAdams, I feel like they do pretty good in this movie. They might not have capitalized on their comedic chops to their fullest uh, ability. When I think of peak Will Ferrell, I think of movies like Elf and Anchorman, Talladega Nights, Step Brothers. I think that's just top-notch Will Ferrell. And obviously, this movie's rated PG-13, so the likes of Anchorman is kind of the level of PG-13 rated comedy we should expect from Will Ferrell. And in this... We don't really get that. The most recent movie I've seen with Will Ferrell in it was Downhill, and that movie is a dumpster fire. That movie's awful, and his talents were wasted in that movie. And in this one, there is a bit of that Anchorman-ish comedy from him. It's not the same style of comedy, but we still have that comedic chop from Will Ferrell that we're accustomed to seeing. It's just not there all the time. And with Rachel McAdams, the most recent comedic movie I can really think of seeing her in, and I absolutely love this movie, is Game Night, and I think she is awesome in Game Night. And in this movie, they just don't quite capitalize on these two actors' strengths. But they do a decent job of using some of their strengths to make this an above-average, by far, (laughs) Netflix comedy. Because the comedies that Netflix produces seem to be really bad. And this is better than most Netflix comedies. So the story goes that Will Ferrell's character, whose name is Lars, and Rachel McAdams' character, whose name is Secret, they are childhood friends. They have this vision uh, and this dream of competing in and winning the Eurovision Song Contest. And Lars is obsessed with this idea. It just consumes him. He spends his whole life wanting to win this competition. And Sigrid, she's got the better voice, but she's more in it for her feelings and affection that she has towards Lars. She isn't so much into the music, even though it is a big part of her life. She's more into the connection that it builds between her and Lars. And making him happy is what she wants. She loves him. And... Lars does love Secret back, but just not as much. He just doesn't want to commit to it because he says it'll interfere with the music. So he just has that barrier. And I feel like these conflicts that these characters have are, are make them fairly sympathetic and make them kind of grounded in reality. Because for Secret, that feeling of 
giving all your love to somebody and not having it reciprocated, I feel like speaks to a lot of people. And then also the Lars conflict where he has this dream, but everybody is just kind of laughing at him saying, you're wasting your life. It's never going to happen. When are you going to get a real job type of thing? And, and so it makes Lars kind of a sympathetic character because you feel that you have felt that in your life as well, that people have been against you when you've been going for something that means a lot to you. So I think they did a, well, a pretty decent job at writing these characters to be sympathetic. However, there are moments where these characters act in ways that we don't think they would logically act. For instance, I think this is the best example in this movie, and this is one of the reasons that I think this movie isn't as good as it possibly could have been, is because they perform in the semifinals at Eurovision, and the performance just goes off the rails. It's a disaster, and after it's all said and done... Lars and Sigrid are walking down the hallway and they need to go to the room where all the contestants are because they're going to see their voting points and see if they advance to the, the final round of the competition. And Lars doesn't want to go because he's just like, we bombed it. There's no point. It's over. And he would just wants to go back to Iceland. And Sigrid actually is like, no, this means a lot to you. We should go back and see it. I'm going to go see what our score is. I want to be like a dignified loser. She even feels like we're probably going to lose, but I want to be there when we score zero points and just be there, show that I'm a strong person. And Lars is so willing to turn his back on his dream. I just don't feel like a person that has spent their whole life working for something would really do that. Even if you feel like you did your absolute worst, to just turn your back and give up and just, eh, whatever. I tried my hardest and it turned out bad. I don't even want to see how I did, like how other people think I did. It just, it just seems odd to me. I don't think that really fit his character. And it just felt dysfunctional within the works of the story. And it didn't seem very realistic. Another thing that really drives this comedy down is that there's so many comedic droughts. Some of the jokes land really well. And there's some moments where I just thought it was really funny. But those were just kind of few and far between. It gets to the point where it starts feeling a lot more dramatic than it does comedic, but it's also kind of a positive because that dramatic element in the comedy makes it more engaging. Because if you just have a comedy that's just pure comedy with no kind of drama element, it's it just doesn't resonate and it's not that good of a movie. This does a pretty good balancing act for a comedy movie of being able to have drama, but sometimes it's just too much drama and not enough comedy. And so I think if you're going to label yourself as a comedy, there needs to be a bit more comedy and a, le a lot less, not necessarily drama, but just a lot less dull moments. But with that being said, this is still better, like I said, than a lot of other Netflix comedies. I think this movie is pretty fun. It's enjoyable. It's an okay movie. With the formula that I've developed that takes audience and critic sites, uh, aggregated scores, I use a formula, I combine those, and it produces a number that gives a relative insight to how good or how bad a movie is. And this movie, as of now, and it's subject to change, is there's more reviews and scores that come out for this movie, but as of right now, it sits at a 16.926, and that indicates that it's an okay movie. And what I would give this movie overall is about a 6.5 because I just think it's an okay movie too. If you have nothing else to watch, give it a try. If you do have other things to watch, you probably watch those instead of this. This isn't one of those comedies you'll ever feel bad about missing. It's not the second coming of The Hangover or Bridesmaids or anything like that. It's just kind of a fun little movie to watch once and then probably never watch it again. 
But overall, it's not it's not anything super special. It's okay, but it's currently number one on number one on the trending list on Netflix. It is number two on IMDb. So I thought I'd give it a watch, and this is my take on it. It's okay. It's not super great, but if you need a little bit of a laugh, a lighthearted laugh, nothing too heavy, give this movie a watch. Well, that concludes this episode of Jake's Movie Stuff, the podcast. Thanks for tuning in, and catch you next time.